learn anything more about the West Virginia game just by looking at the tape or anything? Yeah, we watched, we watched the tape yesterday as a team. Uh, uh, we'd watched it before that as a staff, but watched it yesterday as a team. And, and uh, I think there's a lot of things that were pretty apparent. I, I think that, I think that uh, emotionally we weren't into it as much uh, uh, for whatever reason. And, and uh, I think that was pretty evident by uh, body language and energy level. Uh, I think that uh, uh, they sped us up and, and uh, sped our minds up, and we didn't attack them very, very well at all. Uh, you know, the press and the full court, you know, it, we turned it over three or four times, but it wasn't what bothered us. It was after we got into the half court and then made so many careless mistakes. Now, they did do some things in the full court that bothered us in stretches, but uh, we, we, we didn't attack their pressure very well to score, and certainly uh, we'll have to do a much better job next time we, we play them to have a, to have a good chance. When, when you watch something like that, whether it's live or, or on film, and, and you see that lack of Engagement. Does it surprise you with a, with a bunch of veterans? No, no. It's sports. Yeah. I mean, Patriots do it. Uh, uh, Golden State did it last night. Uh, uh, it, it happens a lot of times, uh, and and sometimes talent still prevails. But when you play a, a team that's as talented and as good as West Virginia, you know that's not going to work. So, uh, even with all that being said, you know it's it's a six point game. We're shooting front ends uh, with eight minutes left, and and uh, you know, don't convert. But but it was it was uh, it, it was almost like we looked tired to to me. It, it's and and even the players said uh, some of the players, not all of them, said afterwards that it, it it just had a little bit different feel than the than the other than the other games we played of late. Even though it's usually a, a worse way to get defensive rebounds to throw a zone in there, did you discuss that at all? Possibly? No, you know what we could have. Uh, you know, to me, you know, they shot 33%. And so that wasn't what killed us. I mean, uh, and and even though the rebound margin was, was uh, they got 15, they ended up plus two on the glass, which, you know, for a team that leads the country in rebounding, you know, it's best, you know, it, it wasn't, that wasn't just horribly bad. What was horribly bad to, to me was during the teeth of the game is when they got control of it is, is uh, you know, early on, it's even. Late in the game, it's easy, even or we have an advantage. But during the teeth of the game, is is where they they, they really establish themselves uh, uh, on the glass. And and uh, uh, you know we, we talked as a staff afterwards. Should we have played uh, uh, you know our our crappy two three zone uh, for for a brief minute? And 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 I almost think uh, if 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 it's a game, I mean we, we obviously wanted to win the game, but if it's the last game of the season, then maybe you do that. But I I really didn't want to bail our players out by by telling them, okay, let's try something different. I, I wanted them to have to guard their guards and try to keep the ball in front of them, and we couldn't do it. So uh, hindsight, yeah, we, we we may could have done that and forced them just to be a total perimeter shooting team, uh, and and make them make shots as opposed to driving the ball. But you know when when you look at it. Uh, and I, I mean, I don't know what the final score was. I think it was. I think we got 63, and they got, well, they get 74. Maybe, maybe that was it. But when you look at it, you know, during the teeth of the game, uh, until we just, you know, gave them 14 free points late by fouling in the last three minutes, uh, uh, that that was. Uh, I mean, it was a 61 to 49 type game. I mean, it, it wasn't like our defense. It's just our offense was so inept. I mean, you go on the road and you play a top 10 team and. 
and, and you hang 49 on them the first uh, 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 36 minutes of a game or 35 minutes, you, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do defensively, you're not going to win because you, you, you didn't score the ball. If you do bail them out and go to zone, does that <coughs> put a seed in their minds in the future? Well, if we don't stop them, we can just go to you know, You know what? It might if you, if you stop them. Uh, uh, but but the whole thing is is is, you know we, we, we take a, our defense has been so much better the last uh, the last three weeks or so maybe four weeks and and uh, um, I I've never been a uh, uh, I, I've never been that way that that you'd be like a to me a relief pitcher or a pitcher is out there and he walks the bases loaded and then they pull him out. I mean, I would think a pitching coach, hey, you got us into this, now figure a way to get us out of it. You know, I mean, that's kind of how I, that's kind of how I, I feel about uh, things like that. And maybe it's stubbornness, but we haven't worked on, I mean, obviously we need to, but, but our defense has gotten better and we haven't spent any time on zone the last, you know, the last two or three weeks. So I, I just didn't feel comfortable going to it. I thought our best chance was still to guard them and our best chance to rebound, obviously, was playing man. Uh, and and then I, I I thought that gave us the best chance. So, are there uh, you know up and down speed? You're as good as anybody in the league, I would think. But are, are there a few teams who are every bit as quick as you? Is it maybe not a little bit? I, I I tell you what, I don't think that we're as quick as West Virginia, and I'm not sure that we're as quick as Oklahoma on the perimeter. Uh, 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 and and when I look at quickness, you know, it's it's the first two steps, obviously. Going full, going forward, but it's also those first steps sliding sideways, and to me that's where that's where we got beat uh, the other night more than anything else is is that uh, and a lot of it was our off the ball defense we didn't do what we were supposed to do to to uh, you know support the guy guarding the ball but but I, I thought our lateral lateral quickness was was really exposed uh, and so we're going to have to get a lot better guarding the ball. People look at us and say. You know, uh, I know fans do look at us and say, "So quick, so this." You know, because we can get up and down the floor really, really well. But, but you know, you take away transition, and and then it becomes a half court game, and, and quickness is more defined on what you can do sliding laterally as it is to what you can do running up and down the floor. You said somewhere that uh, Perry should have got the ball a lot more. Is that the kind of game he could have really dominated? Well, he, got, you know. He, when, when, when that's when you say he should have got the ball a lot more when when he was when when we go on our little nine oh runs you know Perry's the main reason offensively why we do that so I don't understand why we go away from that even if it's even if it's makeshift even if it's not very artistic you just get the ball to him and make him go make a play uh, which you know that's what West Virginia is they just kind of you know. Uh, uh, move the ball around a little bit and then just say, okay, play take them. You know, we could have done that with Perry uh, some also. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, we did a, you know, he, you know, he gets, I don't know what Perry ended up with, 21 or 22, whatever it was, but it wasn't like we didn't throw it to him, but, but we probably could have done a better job of, of trying to throw it to him more. Is he more inclined or comfortable to, to take over in those situations when, when he's got that kind of advantage and, or looks like that. Is Perry? Yeah. I think so. I think, I think Perry goes through, I think like most players, he goes through phases where some, some, sometimes he's feeling 
this would be a game that he can do those things, and sometimes maybe not, depending on how they're gardening, you know. Uh, uh, but I, I, I felt like the other night it was a game in which he felt like he could be effective offensively. Yeah, I did. You, you talked a lot about wanting a guy you can throw it to and get buckets inside. How's Perry graded out just in terms of scoring? I think that I, I thought, I thought uh, uh, early in the season he, he would not grade out well at all. And I really feel like since Big 12 started, he's graded out very well. I think I think uh, you know even against Oklahoma, you know, he got up 28 shots, and and although he didn't make uh, uh, an unbelievable percentage for him because he's a 55, 60 percent shooter, he was aggressive enough to get up 28, and our best offense was having him attack the basket. So, uh, and I thought that was the same way the other night. Uh, best offense was doing that. So, I I think he's graded out very well uh, in the last. Uh, since I'd say since the league started as far as getting the ball in tight and being aggressive to score. In terms of getting more easy buckets next to the hoop, uh, where do you kind of see this team ceiling at this point in the season as far as being able to get more, more easy shots like that? Uh, well, against West Virginia, it wasn't very good because what West Virginia did is they had us on our heels so much that we didn't even attack the basket. Uh, in transition, and, and we certainly are, are very well, and we didn't get numbers. You know, uh, a big key to beating teams at press, in my opinion, is is you got to make them pay for pressing you. If you if you just are settling in for getting across half court, then what have what have they lost? I mean, so you know you're going to turn it over some. That's 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 a given. You're going to turn it over 15 times. So how are you going to attack? You know, to make them pay for the pressure, and, and we didn't do that the other night very well at all. But I would say, uh, other than um, uh, I don't think I don't think easy baskets have been near as easy uh, because I don't think that we've done a really good job on the offensive glass, which creates easy baskets, and I don't think we scored in transition near enough away from home. We've done a much better job in, at, at home uh, scoring in transition what we have on the road. <laughs> Coach, this uh, ruling from the NCAA, the, the rule changes for uh, kids looking to uh, test the NBA, that's going to really change how everything works that time of year, isn't it? Yeah, it, well, everyone is hopeful that it does. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to put, um, uh, I think, it, I think if, if, if kids and their families are smart, which, I, which this is, you know, there, there's, they're going to get accurate information. Uh, what the, and, and, and haven't, you know, understand the details as far as uh, I'm not positive if the number of invites to the combine is 60 or 75, whatever it is. Uh, you know, if you're not invited to the combine, then obviously you're not on anyone's radar regardless of what agents are telling you or, or what other people are telling you. And then the other thing is if you are invited, you know, what it allows us to do is, is have uh, – uh, time to train them so they don't feel like they have to leave campus to go get trained. So that's a positive. Uh, uh, so so a, a, young, a young man would not jeopardize his collegiate eligibility if things don't work out for him. So, so now, the way, it, the way it has read in the past, you got to make a decision by a certain time, and, and then if you don't take your name out by a certain time, you're automatically in. But no NBA teams have had a chance to talk to you. It's only the information that we have gathered for them. Now it's a situation that they, if they're invited to the combine, they're going to get within one week exactly where they grade out at the combine. And and if if, if NBA teams, if 
30 NBA teams are saying, hey, you're at best your late second-round draft pick and probably not draftable, then that would still give a young man a chance to come back to school. It, 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 it's, it's not 100% positive, though, because it could put the schools in jeopardy of not knowing what your roster will be next year. So, well, we think he'll come back, and then he ends up leaving late. There's nobody left to sign. So from a school standpoint, you could make a case that it, it kind of puts you more in, jo in jeopardy for next year's roster. But if you're looking at it for the best interest of, of, of the kids, at least now they can, they, they can rely on information from the NBA as opposed to third parties giving them information. And that was the goal of the, of the role. What are your impressions of uh, TCU? Better. You know, I, I just watched last year's game uh, uh, in the Big 12 tournament, and, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but Kelly made like 17 free throws, or, or uh, I think he was like 17 to 25 from the line, something like that, and we ended up winning a real close game. That game came down to the last minute or two. So, uh, uh, But they're better this year, and they can score the ball. Collins can really score the ball. He's, he's kind of an instant offense guy. And, and uh, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, it'll, it'll be a game in which, you know, for whatever reason, you know, we've played well at times against TCU, but, but not consistently well. And, and uh, they've done some things to kind of mess with us defensively. And, and, and certainly it'll be, a, it'll be a, a, a good ball game. But, you know, you look around the league, they're all good games right now. I mean, home wins aren't, aren't locks. I mean, so, so uh, we're, we're anticipating a, a very good game. Uh, yeah, that one surprises me a lot because I, th I think they're they're obviously a terrific team and their talent level is really high. But you know, look at the losses. I mean, you you win on the la you lose on the last possession when you play great at OU. Uh, um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, it was a uh, uh, you know Baylor. You got a 12 point lead. You know, in, in, in the second half, so you think you're probably going to win that game at home and. And then Texas, you know, is a one-possession game, you know, uh, late. And, and there's a lot of teams that would be happy to be able to flip a coin going on the road saying we got a 50-50 chance to win. And, and, and they just haven't – they've just come up short on two last-possession games against OU and Texas. Uh, uh, but, that, yeah, that, but that's surprising. Uh, uh, I don't know if there's been a lot of other surprises. Uh, I, think, I think what is surprising is the, the competitive nature of all our games. I mean, you, you, there's – all the games are going to be – are, are going to be very, very close for the most part. And even our game against West Virginia the other night, I mean, we didn't play well at all. They had a ton to do with that. Uh, but, you know, still, you know, it's a six-point game with eight minutes left on the road against the top ten team. So it's, it's, it's not like it's, uh, uh, you know, was a, we never had a chance, although we never put ourselves in a position to put a lot of game pressure on them. Bill, uh, we asked you a lot about this last year, but you guys are shooting, I think, around 31% of your shots from three, which is about where you guys normally are, maybe a little bit more. But with, with the way you guys shoot it from outside, I mean, as a staff, have you thought about ways to should that number go up? Or Well, yeah, but don't you think teams def defense us in a way to make us throw it inside more, too? So, so uh, uh, I, I, I don't disagree with, with what you're saying at all. Uh, but I think that, you know, people are running at us and, and, and forcing us off the line or to make plays off the bounce. Uh, so, uh, and, and the other night against West Virginia, we shot 20, you know, 20 out of 49. That, that's, you know, in that particular. You know, I, I think the stats are a little bit skewed, Rustin. You should probably look at the stats and the games that are last-minute games in the percentage we shoot as opposed to games where you control the game from start to finish and, and you can throw it inside and score at will. So, uh, 
but I, I, I could be wrong uh, on that. Uh, but uh, OU, we shot, of course, there were so many shots. But I think OU, we shot, uh, uh, what was it, 23 or 24 threes, something like that. And against uh, uh, last, you know, we shot 40% of our shots were threes uh, against, uh, against West Virginia, which in that number is pretty high. Uh, but I, I do think teams are trying to run us off the line without question. Do so you think the number would be higher if, in the games that are closer? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Because, you know, you, it's a, a scramble mode, uh, especially in games where you're behind, where you're trying to come back. But, but yeah, I think the numbers would be higher in games that are, that are close. Yeah. How important or how beneficial is it after a road loss now come home, kind of get back into routine reset? I think it's real important, you know, because we, we only get the one home game and then, then we, uh, we go back out. Uh, you know, what what is it? A uh, uh, TCU then at Okie State. We all saw what they almost did last night. They had a, a freshman go for forty two. I mean, we talk about Buddy's forty six. That was in fifty five. This this kid gets forty two in forty minutes. And and then and then an amazing stat about that. I watched the tape. He made two threes and made four free throws. So I mean, so so you got made sixteen field goals inside the arc, and you're a six foot guard. I mean, that's that's hard to do. Uh, uh, so you know that that obviously will be very difficult, and then back home against Texas, and I think Texas had, is could be one of those teams that that could definitely turn the corner and have a a great conference season, and and then and then you go to Ames, so so it, it's it's uh, uh, and then we get a little break from conference play to play Kentucky. So these next four games, okay. I, I I think if that's not if I'm not uh, uh, I don't mean a break. It's far, I mean a break in conference play, but these next four games leading into uh, the Kentucky game are, are probably about as important a stretch as we've had. Bill, you were talking about teams running you off the line. I guess what's the counter to that when you see teams running you off the line? What's I think drive it. I think drive it, being able to put your head down and drive it and force help. You know, uh, that, that, that to me is, is, is what, uh, you know, the other night we were actually 10 of 15, you know, when, when uh, Legerald goes one for two, so that was late. But but uh, you know BG and Svi were over five, so that's one for seven. So I mean, theoretically, you know, you're you're, you're what does that make us? Uh, uh, nine for fourteen, nine for thirteen, something like that. All the other guys from behind the arc. Uh, but but West Virginia does such a good job of pressure. There's 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 not open looks. There's not as many open looks. They make you go make plays.